Here we are again, another Splash podcast and heaps of stuff to cover. Today we look at, well, safety and standards and particularly around the 1926.1. Might sound boring, but it's not. There's an unfolding story out of Lane Cove uh, right now that we're covering a little bit of and we hear a little bit about a new draft pool fencing standard being released through Spaza. We also take a look at the forecasting beyond summer, sustaining your business in what appears to be a contracted economy we want you to do well and to thrive and survive a little bit of an outlook for that too so here we go ready set splash Luidra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to Magnapool today. Here we are again. My name is David Stennett. You are whoever you are, but whoever you are, I am glad that you have chosen some time to be with me. Talking all things pool and spa industry. Well, what are we going to talk about today? There's plenty. I'm going to run you through some of the the news stories and uh, uncover a few little important nooks and crannies and bits and pieces that that will affect what you're doing, how we're doing it. Uh, I want to take a look at some new products that are are out as well. And the latest issue of the magazine that's out, yes, the 150 edition for Splash. Yes, Splash turns 100 and a half. Make sure that you, you take some time to flick through that. There is plenty of really excellent content, including the new or this year, Hall of the Year, the Graziani Pool, nine metres up in the air as well. Just a beautiful Pool of the Year awarded by Sparza this year as a national winner. Uh, there's also a story in that magazine looking at all of the different cleaner options uh, that we've got and some of the, the tech and innovation from industry there. Really interesting. And a new pool opened up in Western Sydney as well in Parramatta. A fantastic facility. Uh, worth seeing what's going on at the cutting edge of those commercial pool aquatic centres too. In fact, we'll probably uncover a little more about that in the weeks ahead too on the podcast. We'll also take a deep dive, just a quick one, just a a chilly quick one into a look at the forecast for Australian business next year as well. So the business risk index that's been released recently and a little bit of insight onto our market segment as well, be it retail, manufacturing, building, pre-market, aftermarket, commercial, aquatics, residential, and what that looks like for our industry too. Let's start though, I think, and take a look at what new products are out. Well, there's a few things. Haywood has, well, it's pretty nice looking too, actually. The sleek Haywood S-Line heat pump built for small spaces. Uh, We are definitely seeing more small spaces. We need to, and we have been innovating and accommodating that uh, right across what we do as an industry to make sure that we're able to see as many people enjoy the benefits of recreational water uh, in their properties as possible. So Haywood says their S-Line Profire heat pump represents a marriage of contemporary design and technology engineered to 
harmonize with modern outdoor aesthetics, integrating with their OmniLogic system as well, which we've also covered on this program before, controlling pool chemistry, heating, lighting, water features, and other essential equipment. Timbat Water Supplies or tbwsaquatic.com.au there for the reference. Uh, a new total alkalinity uh, metering from uh, Bexis Live as well. Out worth having a look in the magazine for that. What else have we got? Sun Lover. Uh, with a new underground roller box. And you can find out more about that in the latest issue 150 of the Splash magazine. And safety flooring finding favour with specifiers Life Floor, who uh, will be in fact all of these, Haywood, uh, Timbat Water Supplies, Sun Lover and Life Floor will be at the Splash uh, Expo in 2024. Make sure you've booked your places for that too. Friendly reminder, but Life Floor, uh, also new product glued down by proprietary neoprene-based contact adhesive. Uh, worth having a look at there, all the different colors and specs that are available from those guys. If you've got something you want to share, reach out, david at sparza.com.au. Alrighty then, I know that you always want to know the latest statistics. Well, you can find them on page 11, uh, the Cordell statistics there, saying the numbers down across the country where we're comparing the same period for the same period 12 months before, down 14%. I don't think that comes as any surprise. Certainly there are areas that are bucking that trend or a little bit deeper into, into the hole at the moment. But of course, uh, you will know what's going on in your business and you, and you should know what's going on in your business and just keeping your finger on the pulse and doing all you can to make sure that uh, liquidation stays far away and prosperity and expansion uh, is always on the radar. Now, there is a story also on page 11 regarding a safety issue. Uh, this is an unfolding and an ongoing story. I do want to touch on it here for a couple of minutes. The council investigating allegations in relation to pool safety inspections. This is Sydney-based. The Lane Cove Council is investigating serious allocations made by a whistleblower employee and published in that city by, well, the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, which means it's going to be read and make news and anything that affects our industry, uh, we want it to be positive. And the moment this one's unfolding. So what does it all mean? What's going on? Well, the Herald article aired claims by the council's sole compliance officer, including that the council's pool safety inspection program was seriously deficient. Uh, an amendment to the Swimming Pools Act of 1992, in force since 2016, that amendment, requires local authorities to develop a plan for pool safety inspections and implement it after a period of public consultant. Uh, the officer, Neil Lynch, told the Herald that without a formal plan in place, he developed a draft policy based on the programs used by other Sydney councils, but it wasn't adopted. He also told the Herald that the backyard pool in which a near drowning occurred after a child entered through a gate well with a defective lock. There's your problem right there, defective lock. Thankfully, it was only, well, I say only, it was a near draining. It was not a drowning. That would have been expected, inspected up to three times if the proper plan had have been in place. Lynch expressed remorse that he did not push harder for his plan to be implemented. 
Lane Cove Council replied to Splash on our inquiry to say that as the allegations are being investigated, it would be inappropriate for council and or its staff to respond to matters that are related to the allegations, particularly as it could prejudice both the investigation and its outcome, end quote. Uh, we will be updating this story when results of investigation become available. Again, as a brand, as an industry, we focus so much as we should on the front-footed benefits of what we bring, but there is risk associated with our product if we're not promoting proper safety processes and where they do exist, compliance with those. In this case, we will wait and see the outcome. Now, good news. Building material costs stabilize. There's a note on this on page 11 of the latest magazine too. Uh, the cost of building materials has remained stable in the September quarter 2023 for the first time since 2020. HIA senior economist Tom Devitt says the ABS producer price index for house construction input saw a 0.0% change in the September 2023 quarter compared to the previous quarter. This sees the cost of housing materials or building materials just 4.4% higher over the year compared to a 17.3% annual increase in 21-22. Yeah, we've all lived through that and still bearing the brunt, uh, but we've gone up another 4.4%, yet that, that rate of increase has definitely slowed. Uh, last year, just going on with the article, structural timber and reinforcing steel prices were both up by more than 60% on pre-pandemic levels. In the last year, they have declined by 8.8% and 5.3% respectively. So a little more consistency and stabilization coming into uh, the material side of our industry. And that is good news. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to take a little bit of a deep dive into the business risk index, basically a forecast for Australian business health going into 2024. What lies ahead? What are the risks and how that might affect us? Summer is now here, and our friends at Pentair, one of Australia's largest pool equipment suppliers and manufacturers, are ready to help pool owners around the nation get their pools ready for everyone to enjoy. Family and friends can swim their way through summer and enjoy everything the backyard swimming pool has to offer. Who needs to go away on an expensive holiday to enjoy time with friends and family? Time at home, making great memories in your own backyard swimming pool means no driving, no packing, and no stress. It's the best staycation around. Choose only the best. A pool powered by Pentair. Well, for a while there, the word that I really got sick and tired of saying was COVID, COVID, COVID. Well, the new word that I'm sick of saying is really inflation, 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 inflationary pressures, upward pricing pressure, any sort of iteration of that version. And it has been a massive impact and challenge. Of course, uh, last month, we did see an increase again from the RBA on interest rates, putting upward pressure uh, on inflation or, or trying to uh, or limit or mitigate upward pressure on inflation by making our mortgages more expensive. However, that works, but apparently it does. Bit of a blunt instrument there from the RBA. Australian businesses have been urged to prepare for a tough year ahead as a major industry report paints a dire picture for many Aussies, uh, for many Aussie companies potentially going under. Now, this is something we've spoken about over many, many episodes this year of the podcast on why insolvency sucks, on how to make sure that you're 
preparing your market in a contracting economy for growth. And it is possible. Uh, Again, some of the studies that come out of how to position your business from a marketing, from a brand strategy, from a product strategy, from a people strategy, that there are formulas around this that typically we don't follow. And then we wonder why maybe our business might be struggling when we haven't actually done the things that we need to know. We've got to bake these things into our cake uh, if we want the cake to turn out as we want. Delicious and ready for a great year ahead, I hope, for you. Certainly seasonally in our industry, uh, for the aftermarket, it is looking like a long, hot summer ahead. Been some big rain events around the country, New Zealand as well. All of these things driving forward the engagement from consumers to be spending money on their backyard pools. More and more kids involved in swim lessons and teaching. There is a huge shortage right now of swim teachers and lifeguards around the country, but from an engagement perspective there are more people more often swimming in more pools and that is what we want to continue generally generally not our industry but Australian business looking like it's going to be tough ahead so let's talk in general terms uh, to start with and then we can sort of come back and drill that down into our industry and where our risk is and how to mitigate and limit that risk and set yourselves up for uh, growth in a contracting uh, economy so creditors watch Business Risk Index has found that Aussie business activity was at disturbingly low levels. Quote, the average value of invoices had plunged to its lowest point since the analytics firm began recording this metric in January 2015. So coming up to eight years worth of data, uh, it represented a 35% year-on-year drop with spending from cash-strapped Aussies not predicted to rise anytime soon. There'll be no surprises out there. Some of you will be feeling the pinch as well, I am sure, uh, and making decisions about what you're spending on for your family and for uh, your budgets. Low spending has a flow-on effect for companies. In the credit of the watch, estimated that the number of Aussie business collapses will increase to 5.78% over the next 12 months from the current 4.21%. That is a big increase from 42 to 5.78, uh, essentially a 25% growth on, on failure rate for businesses is what the data seems to be saying. Again, not our industry. This is a general uh, Australian business uh, position. Uh, the chief economist, Annika Thompson, said the estimated business failure rate broadly the level that the failure rate was just prior to COVID. However, the speed at which we expect the rate to change is pronounced and more businesses folding or going into administration is likely to have a notable impact on business sentiment overall throughout 2024, she said. Ms. Thompson warned that the greatest impact was likely to be felt by smaller businesses failing first. Small to medium enterprises or SMEs Uh, are more susceptible to changes in demand than bigger business. And on the personal side, many owners will have rising home loan payments to service, which we've already discussed, Uh, may involve them having to remove more money from their business and reduce orders from suppliers uh, as a possible result and obviously creating some flow-on effects. By sector, food and beverage businesses, so not us, are deemed most at risk by a considerable margin. Transport, postal and warehousing sector was second, followed by financial and insurance services sector. Credit the Watch CEO Patrick Coglin said the poor business outlook was consistent with high interest rates. Again, as we've discussed, as consumers have 
less to spend. Consumer demand is one of the key drivers of the economy. It certainly is for our industry too, isn't it? Uh, And that is coming to a grinding halt as the cost of living pressures bite, said Patrick Coughlin. He goes on to say the cost of rents, electricity and fuel is still very high, despite the RBA's best attempts to drive down inflation. Again, the way that they are driving down inflation is to increase the cost to all Australians, be the mortgage holders or renters. The flow-on effects definitely affect all of us. The areas where businesses are most likely at risk according to the data. Uh, Let me go through these. There's 10 of them for you that are captured here in this article of news.com. And it's Maryland's Guildford area in Western Sydney. Number two is Canterbury in Sydney. Number three is Bankstown in Sydney. Then we move up north to the Gold Coast in Ormo, Oxenford. Back to Sydney for number five, Auburn area. Up to Brisbane, Southport. Surface Paradise, still in, in Queensland on the Gold Coast. Back to Sydney for Cogra Rockdale. Back to the Gold Coast, number nine, Broadbeach Burley. And Melbourne does make the list here uh, with Casey uh, in South Melbourne. Obviously, businesses all over the country are feeling at risk. With our industry, it's very interesting looking at the data over a longer period of time, showing our industry typically has year-on-year growth. Now, nothing is linear. Things are going to go up. They're going to go down. There's going to be impacts. There's going to be a COVID. There's going to be some sort of a strike. There's going to be an impact on on energy or supply somewhere or a threat uh, or interest rates going up that might have an impact for a short time. But our industry tends to be able to show year-on-year-on-year-on-year-on-year if you would be able to draw a linear straight line through the years of approximately 4 to 5% growth. We are a little more insulated. Once a pool goes in the ground, of which there is still demand for, as we adapt to smaller blocks, as we adapt to different materials, as we adapt to uh, shorter lead times and higher quality and more options and availability of, of product and choice for the consumer at whatever level they're at, uh, that pool remains in spa remains in place for many, many years ahead, again, providing a growing aftermarket and resupply as those pools need to be managed, maintained, uh, new equipment, consumables, and one day a refurbishment as well. So we are a little bit protected. Again, this season, looking good ahead, uh, particularly for the aftermarket with uh, strong uh, summer uh, predicted to you know, engage consumers with their backyard pool, which is no bad thing. Let's help them make sure that they fall in love and stay in love with what it is that we build and maintain. Making chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader, winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability, and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. Yeah, now as we wrap up another podcast, we spoke earlier in today 
today's episode about the Lane Cove Council uh, concern and investigation continuing underway there about the safety issue with the way inspections are handled. Uh, with that, worth noting also in this issue of the magazine, Sparza Australia uh, have also released through Spiros at sparza.com.au the new draft pool fencing standard released, uh, obviously playing into that story. So the new draft of the Australian standard, AS 1926.1, Swiss Swimming pool safety, safety barriers for swimming pools was released for public comment uh, last month. Sparza did run a webinar aimed at highlighting the positive aspects and key concerns of the new draft standard, allowing for public comment and resources. Uh, it was held on November 9th and Sparza will provide a webinar summary of the points raised in the next uh, issue. Sparza's COO, Spiros Desarkas, says that AS 1926.1 is critical to the swimming pool and spa industry and the proposed changes in the draft standard include several new requirements that have the potential to impact pool industry businesses. So again, reach out to spiros at spaza.com.au. It is unfolding, and obviously there are impacts on our industry, and particularly at Lane Cove at the moment with that unfolding story. Again, thank you for joining me on another podcast as we talk all things uh, industry. Wishing you every success until I'm with you again in the next couple of weeks. Ready, set, splash. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.